Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Welcome. Welcome. It is Motivational Monday. I am excited whether it is in the afternoon, morning, you watching a replay of this. I just want to say welcome. Listen, I am so excited to just come to you for a few minutes to encourage you. You will see my eyes looking side to side. Just bear with me. I'm I'm trying to learn this technology. So I'm looking in two screens, but Y'all, I'm just so excited. It's a brand new week, brand new mercies, brand new. Just God has given us a new week, right? So I those that have been following me, but I always like to assume you don't know. You don't know what I'm about, right? So it's a brand new week. It's Motivation Monday. What does that mean? Does that mean I'm going to leave you a quote? Does that mean that I'm going to tell you how to eat healthy? Does that mean that I'm going to try to give you something to make you smile? You might get one of the three, but here's the thing. Hey, Keisha, um, Keisha, you be cute on girl. I be cute following you on Instagram with them clothes. I, I gotta have to, I'm at the side. Listen, Keisha about to side my motivation Monday. She be having some cute stuff. Um, but listen, y'all, motivation on Monday is my opportunity to encourage you in the word of God. Um, I, I said you might get one out of three because many of you know if you've been following me. Yes, I am a fitness enthusiast. I love all things fitness, running, um, all the hard stuff. And I feel like, and I want to encourage you that, as I always say, God speaks. And a lot of times he uses what's close to you. So for me, it's fitness. So I relate a lot to fitness and God speaks to me through my health journey. But Motivation on Monday is my opportunity to encourage you to get in the word of God. Y'all should already know. But let me just say it for those who maybe this is your first time watching. That's what I'm here for because the reality is we are in a, a situation where in a pandemic, people are dealing with real life issues. Um, and y'all, just people's mental health is not in a good place. And so whereas I would love to leave you a bunch of quotes and even some things, you know, to make you smile. But I want to encourage you so that when life happens, when I'm not here, when maybe that person that you can call, you can't reach, who do you call? What do you do? There is a man named Jesus. There is a book called the Bible and it is our road map for life. It is our manual. It is our spiritual navigation system. So my motivational Monday might be a little different because I'm here, yes, to prepare you for the week, to encourage you. Anyone that knows me, um, especially my friends, they know I love encouraging others. But y'all, I'm down hard. I'm a Jesus girl. There's no better way that I can encourage you than to tell you, open up the book, open up your manual, open up the Bible and read it. And it will be your biggest encouragement. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I will be honest. This Motivational Monday is not so much different from others, but I really keep hearing God say, deal with this. And honestly, I want to tell you, this is something that I do every day. So I'm, I'm sharing with you 
a practical um, example that I do every day. So I just want to get that out of the way. Motivational Monday is my opportunity to encourage you in the word of God. Point blank, period. Now, what does that come down to? Y'all already know it's get fit. Get focused, intentional, and tenacious about Christ first and your goal second. I know that that don't that, that's not how society teach us. Go after goals, be self-driven. No, 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 no. I beg the differ. I say God first, goal second. Because here's the reality. When you get focused and intentional and tenacious about God's word, when you realize living fit is a lifestyle. Let's think about it naturally. Everybody, we got some health things that we, some challenges. We can all do better. Don't look at my size. Listen, it's not about achieving a skinny size. It's not about being a size six. That's not even the portrait of healthy. You can have some people that's a size four and somebody that's a 14 to outrun them and outwork them in the gym. So it's not about a size. That's a size street, but that that's something that it bothers me. But anyway, it's not about that. It's about being total health being in your total health in your body, mind, and spirit. And so the reason I say that is being fit is a lifestyle. It's being fit in your finances. It's being fit in your parenting. It's being fit in your relationships, in your marriage, in your singleness, living fit. Because the reality is, I think if we be honest, we all, we want to, you know, we want to feel good. We want to be healthy. Nobody wants a bill of health. Nobody wants to take 10 medications. No one wants to get that health scare, Right. But the reality is there's work to do for those things not to happen. So being fit, if I could say that's the goal. Okay, I'm here. I'm happy where I am. You know, I'm daily working at it. But guess what? Being fit, that same process, that same training is what it takes to be fit in your finances. It takes being focused and intentional and tenacious to say, I'm not going to spend everything I get. I'm going to say, God, lead me in my finances. How do I love this man that you gave me that right now he's looking unlovely? You know, it's like, it's the reality. How do I remain pure and single? Do those two go together? Yeah, they do. And yes, you can. So it is, fit is a lifestyle. It begins when you get focused about God and his word and understanding what your manual says because here's the reality we are God's product whether we believe it or not we are we were made for and created for God's purpose now we think that it's the level up and achieve things and live our best life and do all these other things but we were created for God we were created to be his representatives on earth we were created to be his disciples we were created and when you begin to do God's work the the blessing is you reap joy you reap um benefits God blesses you in ways that you can imagine but that's not your goal to just what all can I achieve because the reality is when you leave here you're gonna leave all this stuff Okay, so I want to encourage you that being fit is a lifestyle. And I said this on Saturday and I'll say it again. I don't know a plan that you can work out for 60 days, get your best body and it lasts for 365. Listen, sign me up because I I don't have that program for you. I don't know where you can achieve your, you know, whatever your health goal is. And then it just lasts you for 365 days. That ain't going to happen. The reality is every day. You have to make a decision to show up every day. Your fitness, your your health, your mental health, your um your spiritual health has to be important. And when you show up every day and you say, "Okay, God, I'm going to give you whether it's 30 minutes physically or 20 minutes in prayer or you know 10 minutes to 
Just sit quietly and allow your mind to rest. Every day you have to show up. You don't do the work one day and it lasts a whole year. That don't happen. And so that's why I'm encouraging week after week to say, y'all get motivated because it's a daily process. Being fit is a lifestyle. I can't say that enough. So anyway, I'll go off on a tangent about that fit. I'm so passionate about that because God has a work for us to do. He wants us to be the representatives on this earth. But how do you do that when you're tired, when you're bogged down in debt? When you are, your mind is being bombarded, you're depressed, you're taking pills to just go to sleep, you're, you're um, suicidal, you can't fulfill the purpose that God has created you to do like that. And so that's why I'm saying, listen, come on, join me and get fit. No, no, don't just get a pretty body because you can have a nice body. You look, you can fool us all how to everything be looking good lashes. But what they don't know is inside you're miserable. You are so you, you can't sleep at night again, suicidal. You don't know who you are. You are trying to be everything to everybody and or whatever they do. That's you on to the next. If this one going to make six figures, you're going to try that. You don't know who you are. But look, on the outside, you look great. That's not what we're after. We want God's total health. We want to be whole in our mind, our body, and our spirit. So that is what Motivational Monday and Get Fit is, okay? I want to jump in because, like I said, this isn't something that... I have not said before, but I want to encourage you how I encourage myself every day. So I pray that you will take a moment to write down Romans 12 and 2. But I want you to do me a favor. I want you to read it in three versions. I know you probably like Latrice, but listen, you might not have read your word again. So here, I'm, I'm helping you out. Romans 12 and 2. Message version, New Living Translation version, and Christian Standard version. Just follow me. Here's what I do every day. Romans 12 and 2, I read and I pray it. I literally pray it. And I want to read it to you because that's what today, y'all, I'm a, let me get this disclaimer. I say this every time and I have to say it again. I am a homeschool mother. So you might see me all of a sudden just stop and start talking because I have kids that even though I have equipped them and, and talked to them before I went live to say, y'all, I'm live. So don't be in here acting crazy. Y'all know the kids don't listen. They don't listen. So if I... All of a sudden, y'all just say she a mama and listen, I'm at home. So it is what it is. Okay. I think they got the hint, but here is what Romans 12 and two. Um, this is what I want to challenge you to read every day. I can almost quote it. This particular version, a message version. And I, today's encouragement for you for the week is renew your mind. Renew your mind. So this isn't something new. But I specifically want to read Romans 12 and 2 in a message version. And it says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Y'all, I don't know how much plain, plainer it can get. And I love this because when I say get fit or I say God first and goal second, I know some people might think, Lord, is it that deep? Listen, I say all the time, God will blow your mind. He has a plan for you, but God can only do things. He can only do with what he can only do something with what we give him. And so a lot of times 
We look at our relationship with God as, you know, when we in, in our need, we have a health care. It's the major things. But th that's not what the word is. I want you to really understand that and encourage you to get in your word every day because it's changing how you think. I talked about at the beginning of this year, and I'm still saying it, how God is saying we have to shift in our mind. Some of us are playing for our businesses to go to a different level. We want to grow in um, in our business and, or we want to see, you know, a major change. But the reality is if God did it just like that, let's say tomorrow you woke up two million dollars on your it on your doorstep. Let's say you check your bank account, 10 million. They say, you ain't know you had an uncle who done left and he done already transferred it. Listen, let's just go ahead and just thank granny. We're going to thank granny. We ain't going to go low. 10 million. Are you really ready? Are you really ready for what $10 million bring? Do, have you really been shifting in your mind? The truth is you can't even balance 5,000. The truth is you spend everything you have. You don't even understand the debt, how you got in the debt that you have. Are you ready? We ask for things, but are you really ready if God opened up that door? And so it's really saying, don't just pray these, you know, these prayers, these blanket prayers. But I love Romans 12, 2 in the message version because it makes it so practical. It says, Lord, I need you to help me every day with my ordinary life. Listen, don't just give God, Lord, I now I've been diagnosed with cancer. Lord, my house about to be foreclosed. God like, but where were you when you were writing out the, when you were filling out the loan application? Where was you calling me when you was going to get the 4,200 square foot house that you knew you had 1,200 square foot money? Like God said, you didn't acknowledge me then. And so getting fit and, and really renewing our mind is getting again, God first, starting with God. And this is what I do every morning. Y'all, I can almost quote it. I tell the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm laying my ordinary life, my sleeping. I, I I'm not going to lie. I need to do better with my sleep. Because I'm, I'm a business owner and I'm, my mind always going, so I'm always working. But that's not an excuse. Rest is just as important as the work. So it's saying, Lord, that's my prayer. Help me get the proper sleep. Help me eat right. You didn't think God was concerned about your eating? It's in the word. This is not what I said. This is in the Bible. It says, y'all. Okay, here I go. That mama kicking in. It says you're sleeping, eating, and going to work. Listen, it even says walking around. You walking around? You just walking around. God said, I want to be involved in your walk. Y'all, how much more plain can it get? And it says, place it before God is an offering. Embracing what God does, for, God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. You want to know how to please God? Embrace what he has for you. Then it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking it. In other words, you got to have it, whatever the work. That's what I do. You don't even think about the choices you're making. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Y'all, that's what I want to encourage you today. A simple encouragement, but to renew your mind. Now, let's read it in the New Living Translation. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. Point blank, period. So if your template for life is this world, then we have a problem because the Bible is letting us know, which is why I'm here to encourage you that, listen, your manual 
is the word of God. I was just talking about how we are God's product, but think naturally, y'all. If you go out and buy a blender, let's just say you buy, I don't know, a Frigidaire, I don't know blender's names, but let's just say Frigidaire blender. You get the manual and that manual has how you work the binder, the blender. It has um, things that how you're going to get the best use out of it. And it actually has warnings, but you can't buy a Frigidaire blender, but then say, oh, but I know such and such blender work this way. I'm going to do what they blender. They might look the same. Even the buttons look the same. It almost mirror each other. But the reality is that's somebody else's product. How you going to work the product you bought by somebody else's product? Like, did you go get that manual? Because when you get that manual, it might surprise you that I'm just saying step three and step four is a little different. So you trying to figure out why you broke yours. It don't work. You lost your money because you got a different, you bought something, but you're going to run it like somebody else's. It's the same with our lives. We say we love the Lord. We say for Jesus, I live and for him, I die. We say he's the head of our life. You know, we got these sayings. You, I'm God's product. Are you? Because you don't obey nothing he say. You don't read your word. The, the Bible is not your template. And that's what Romans 12 and 2 is reminding us. It's saying, listen, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. And so why am I just stressing this? Because I'm coming for another version. Because y'all, the reality is whether you are trying to push out a new book, whether you are starting a new business, whether you are on a health journey to get your health back and really, you know, I want to get myself off to so much medication or maybe I just want to lose some pounds. Whatever your goal is, raise these children to not come back to your house and stay in your pockets. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, whatever your goal is, it's a goal. What I'm telling you is God first. Give the goal to God. Acknowledge God and say, Lord, I choose to lay. And you name it. I need to lay my children before you. I need to lay my health journey before you. My finances, I have not been a good steward. Lord, I'm bad at time management. Whatever it is, lay it before God and then allow God to transform you in your mind. In your mind. No, I didn't say just help you make the six figures because you can't make the money until you transform your mind. You can get the money. You have millionaire fools. You have people that have $10 million and they just giving it away. I mean, they're not even making a difference. It's like the crack addict needed, they give it to them. You know your cousin still, you give it to them. It's like, no, even in gaining a bunch of money, you need wisdom to say, God, who do I help? Who do you want me to see to? What would be a good seed. I don't want to just throw the money away. So y'all in everything, we need to renew our mind. Now, this is the last version and this is where I'm going. Christian standard Bible says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. And so if you say it, why is this encouragement so important? Like you are just like yet ranting and like Latrice, this is so passionate because y'all, I cannot tell you how 
imperative, how vitally important God's word is to our life. Maybe, you know, we have during this time, like I said, we're in COVID. You have people in Texas, I mean, have experienced so much hardship, pipes are bursting. The reality is life is happening. Whether you have Jesus or not, those that know him and those that don't, you life is happening. Life don't just stop because you know the Lord. But the reality is, y'all, it takes God's word to encourage you and even to know how to move, maneuver life. What do you do when you're being hit back to back? A aunt died, a cousin died, your pastor died, not your house. Now, y'all, do you know that's enough to make somebody go, I can't take it no more. I, I would be better. That's reality. In those moments, but y'all, I'm telling you that God is real. His peace is real, but it's a supernatural thing. How do you, when all your external circumstances is chaotic and says that you should be anxious and popping pills, but on the inside, you said, God, listen, tears still fall because that's a reality. Just because we say it on me, oh, my house don't get foreclosed. Hallelujah. God will fix it. That ain't a natural reaction. You're scared. Where am I going to live? How did I get here? But God's word will be a roadmap. You will open up that word. And y'all, I'm telling you that you can call your best friend. You can even call your husband and want something. But sometimes God say, I want to be the one to let you know, even in this, I'll bring you out. I want to be the one to love on you this week and let you know that all is not lost. I want to be the one that you would just come to and cry and let me know, let you know that I got a ram in a bush. I want to be the one to let you know that somebody has seen that this is now obstacle number eight, number eight. And whereas you think you at your breaking point, what you don't know is they about to ring the doorbell and say, sis, We've been watching you. What can we do? Not only are we going to pay the mortgage for the next two months, but just let us help you. For you don't know. But y'all, we run to people. And God said, let me come to me. God first. God first. Let him get you fit in every area of your life. And so the reality is life is happening to all of us. But it's in God's word, I'm telling you, that you get your encouragement, that you get your direction. And let me give you a practical example. Maybe you don't believe me. Let me give you a practical example. This morning, like I said, I pray this prayer. I do every day. I got up. I might miss one day. I don't want to be lying. But I could almost say it off the top of my head. But I was praying this prayer. And I will be honest, I didn't do all my homeschool prep. So I had all these books. Like if I could turn my camera, y'all would see what the truth looked like about me. I had all these books out, y'all. All these books. Because I'm like, okay, I'm going to do, today is grammar and English. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting links and stuff, miles stuff. And y'all, but I prayed. And I kept saying, Lord, I lay my everyday life. I lay my schedule. I lay homeschool before you. God, you know my kids. You just lead me, y'all. So I had this schedule, right? And anybody that knows me knows I'm very structured, like a little bit of type A, just a little bit. And so, you know, I work by my list. I work by my systems, but God is pushing me out of that. It's like, just, just flow with me. And so for some reason, I could never get their grammar, but it's homeschool, right? We need to get these books. Like I'm going to be, make sure your stuff, you're not going to miss, you know, I ain't going to mess up your education. But I heard God say, tell them to build their, they both love to draw. And he said, let them build a notebook and put all their drawings in there and sign it and date it. And I was like, okay, y'all, it was so much joy to them in the beginning. So I said, get all your drawings. You're going to put them in a binder. Make a long story short. My son has been working on a, um, it's kind of like his Bible um, study. 
and he does it every day. But the Lord told me, he said, get his book and read up to where he was. So as I began to read, I saw that he had missed a couple pages. It wasn't that, but in the Bible study, he had a questionnaire and it had questions that it just asked him to honestly answer. Y'all, one of the questions that he circled the answer, I just, I couldn't even believe it. And it wasn't anything bad in the sense of, you know, like he wanted to kill somebody or something crazy, but I never would have known that Langston felt like that. And I said, and so I, I didn't say anything. I just said, Lord, give me how to handle it. And we sat down to go over it. So the Lord said, start from the beginning and go to the end. So I started from the beginning through chapter one, just walked him through it and we would talk about it. When we got to the questionnaire, I said, tell me why you feel like this. And he just, y'all in the moment, I mean, we done had a good conversation. My child just started boohoo crying. I said, what is wrong? And he just started talking to me and he was saying, mama, this is why I feel like this. And he was sharing some of the most intimate things that I had no idea. And Langston is very confident. I mean, if you know him, I mean, he's still like he's still a kid. But I'm just saying he's uh, he's really a smart, sharp kid. But oh, my God, I would have given them grammar worksheets, went and did that. My father's work. But the Lord was having me. I had to just that Psalms 12 to y'all renewing my mind to say, God, not my will. God, not my schedule. God, not my system. Lord, not how I want to do. God, give me how to think like you. Give me how to see you in everything. The Lord just had me. So believe it or not, my whole morning was nothing about um, grammar, English. It was talking at Langston about life. Just dealing with identity, character. What does it mean to be different? I don't know why I was talking to that boy about that for almost two hours, but that was his lesson. But you better know, I believe that's more important than that grammar lesson he would have got today. My point is, y'all, he's real. But if you will listen, he'll reveal things to you that you wouldn't know on your own. Me knowing Langston, I would have just thought, he has this assignment. I'll check it. But little did I know as God said, no, I want you to sit down and go through every page. There was no reason for me to do it, but I just did it. And I had no idea about this questionnaire that showed me something about my son. I'm just sharing that to say, y'all, God is real. And I don't care what your goal is. Guess what? My goal is that my kids will see Jesus. My goal is to raise like human beings, these kids for the Lord and to be productive. I don't want them to just have a great college career and make six figures. That's great, but that ain't going to keep them here. I want them to understand what eternal wealth is. I want them to know who they are so that when somebody say, oh, to have a curly hair and or you're too dark or whatever, they can stand firm in who they are and who they are in God. And so in that moment, believe it or not, that goal, what I did today helped me meet that goal. But I was able to meet that because I started with God first. It wasn't because, oh, I know Langston. I, I would have never, if somebody had said, do you think Langston think, I would have, I said, oh no, he don't think like that. Nothing about him. But little did I know that his sweet little self, he was, he was insecure in some areas. And he began to share with me what those things. And I was like, oh my God, baby. <laughs> like, 
It broke my heart, but I was so thankful that I was able to just share with him and just remind him who he is as a 10 year old. And, and it is okay to be who he is y'all. So that was, uh, I believe a plant, a seed planting for the ultimate goal of what I want to see God doing his life. Grandma might be great too, but that wasn't important today, says God. <laughs> so I'm just trying to encourage you real life to say, y'all, get fit. God first and your goals second. And why is renewing your mind so important? Because y'all know I love words and this is how I want to end. Y'all know I love words. But when I was reading a Christian standard Bible, two words stuck out. Renew, discern, renew, discern. It says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect. So that tells me if you don't have a renewed mind, you can't discern. If you don't, if your mind isn't renewed and refreshed, could your discernment be off? It says you won't even know how to be able to discern. Like y'all, so this thing is real. Listen, Christian Standard Bible, renew so you can discern. And so I want to encourage you today to renew your mind. I'm not just trying to be deep, but y'all, life is real. Life is caving in, but we don't have to be fearful of life. Believe it or not, you can push back at it. You can push right back out and say, let me tell you something. I understand you coming in, but I'm going to push in because when we renew our mind, then we begin to allow God to transform us, to shift us in our thinking. So that's why I want to encourage you to renew your mind because it says when you renew, then you can discern what is pleasing and acceptable. Some of us missing the mark because you ain't renewed. You ain't got in your word. You haven't read your manual. You trying to operate by somebody else's product. You one of those people that bought the Frigidaire blender, but you going to operate it by Black & Decker. Where they do that at? Like, go get a Black & Decker blender. You can't buy the Frigidaire blender and then say, I'm going to read the manual, but I know Black & Decker does theirs that way. Your product not going to work. God said you can't be my product, but conform to the world. You going to work to the world, but then you want the blessings of this product. That don't work. Y'all, so some of us, we are missing it because we can't even discern. We're not discerning what is God. So before I leave, real quick, let me just, because y'all know I love words. Let me give you these two words. Discern. I know you probably like Latrice. I know what discern means. Entertain me. Discern to distinguish mentally, recognize as distinct or different, make out clearly. It says renew, restore to refreshness, to do again, to regain strength. Y'all, I wanted to define those because think about that scripture now. It says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by, guess what? Gaining some more strength, being refreshed to regain rigor. Like the word refreshes you. The reality is when we dealing with stuff, when you dealing with death, when you dealing with loss, when you dealing with them employees at your job, when you dealing with the fact that this, this bill can't be paid because I'm 2000, that's real. So ain't nobody sitting in the corner talking about, yay, hallelujah, thank you for making this my trial. No, how do I push through this? 
And it's in God's word. His word really is our manual for life. It doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean you're not going to shed a tear. But we got to renew so that we can come out with fresh rigor. So we can be strengthened. And listen, I have to give this example to my husband because I was sharing with him this morning and he blessed my whole life with this because I was telling him about this and he said this is what you need to read him so this this courtesy of Javiel this was what Javiel told me when I was telling him about how God was showing me about renew and the importance of renewing our mind so that we can discern what God wants us to do so that we can begin to do and he reminded me of Jesus healing the blind man Think about this story. It's in Mark 8, 23 through 25. And it says that Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and, and asked, can you see anything now? And this is the blind man's response. He looked around and said, yes. I, yes, he said, I see people, but I can't see very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then verse 25 says, then Jesus placed his hand on the man's eyes again and his eyes were open and his sight was completely restored. Now you might be saying, what I got to do with renew your mind? I, I don't follow it. Y'all, some of us feel like because we downloaded yesterday's or we streamed the word or I don't know, you know, uh, that word of day to come across your screen is supposed to keep the devil away. The Bible says, no, you it's daily and getting in his word that our mind will be transformed, that we will have the mind shift that we're needed to deal with whatever is happening today. But think about it the same way. You know, we gave our life to the Lord. We delivered. We Holy Ghost filled those of us who are believers. But this said this like my husband was showing me you had where the first time this man was touched by Jesus. So at his touch, right, it should have been all well. Just the same way we've been touched by Jesus. We gave our life to him. But the man wasn't seeing clearly. He said, I'm seeing man is trees. So then he said, okay, let me touch you again. And at that touch, did he, y'all, maybe some of us need another touch. Maybe some of us, we operating off of the touch yesterday and you can't see clearly. You're not discerning today. Let him touch you one more time. Jesus can do a new, a fresh work. That's what renewing our mind is. And when my husband began to show that, I said, oh, I like that. Because the reality is, y'all, God wants to shift us. And I can't say that enough. We want to level up whatever that means. We want to achieve six figures. We want to do all these great things. But I feel like God is saying, if you want to level up, level down. Y'all, it begins with God. That's what the get fit process is. I would love to tell you how to live your best life, how to get slim and have this great figure. It's not about that. Life is happening to so many people. People are suicidal. People are hurting. People don't know how they losing people and their family left and right. Like life is happening. And I want you to understand that God is concerned about that. God is concerned about your business. God is concerned about your lost child. God cares that your ends might not be meeting, but you got to give it to him. It starts with God. When you lay like Romans 12 and 2 says, again, the message version, read the message version. It says, here's what I want you to do. Lay your everyday life. Lay your, listen, your ordinary sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life. That's the Bible. That's everything. I mean, that just sums it all up. 
He said, give it to him and see, won't God do something? So I just wanted to encourage you. And you might be saying, as I end, I'm ending for real. You might be saying, Latrice, why is this so important? I thought about how important it is that every day we have on our armor, just like you wouldn't go out, I would hope, you know, just walk out, you know, and don't have any underwear on. Or I'm just saying as a woman, you put on your bra and don't put on your shirt. Like you'll be like, girl, you might want to go back in the house, right? But spiritually, God wants us to understand that his word is our manual. It's our template. So every day that you don't put on your warfare, you don't put on your helmet of salvation, you don't put on your belt of truth, you don't have your peace shot in peace. When you go out, you are open attack for the enemy. And think about it naturally. I think about my sons. They love to ride bikes. I have one that loves football. So they have to wear a helmet. Why? Because the brain is it's real. Like think about football players. You can't keep taking those hits. That soft tissue. But your brain, it actually controls what your body do. Even though it's that small, that central organ. But let you have a fatal injury. How you speak. How your mouth looks. Think about those that have strokes. But y'all, guess what? Our mind is the central function to our soul. So if your mind is not renewed, you trying to figure out why your will and your emotions are all out of whack. How are you protecting your mind? It starts in the word of God. So listen, I just wanted to come on and encourage y'all. I promise you I'll be having some recipes and stuff, but I'll never get to that because the Lord be like, yeah, no, that's not what you're going to be about. But I'm so serious. I just want to encourage you to get fit because you want to purposely live. You want to see all that God has for you to do. You want to level up or whatever you want to do. Y'all, you want to raise children. You want to teach them how to live this life. You want whatever, write a book. I don't care what you want to do. Speak. All I'm saying is that's a goal, right? So get fit. Get focused, intentional, and tenacious about Christ first. Give it to him. He the one that created you. Like he is the one that knows you inside and out. Psalms 137 reminds us that he sees us when we're resting. He sees us when we're traveling. He said, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Listen, one version of it says, I planned all your days before you lived them. Like somebody got a plan. You talking about God planned all your days before you live them, but you don't want to talk to him. Y'all, if we would just acknowledge him, he will direct our path. But acknowledging him is not saying, you know, Lord, what's your, what you think about this? When you know your mind is weighed up, it's saying, Lord, I'm starting here and I'm giving you the plan. I'm giving you my schedule. I'm giving you me. But I'm giving it to you with an open, with an open heart and an open mind so that whatever you want to do, I'm open to what you have because I know ultimately your plan is going to be the best plan for my life. So that's all I got y'all. I know I don't even, I'll be trying, but y'all know I like to talk. I'll be trying. Um, let me see who on here. Oh, they're going to, oh Lord. I know Shandy talk about me because she know I like to talk. Y'all know I can't see. I got on my bad glasses. I'm going to just tell every, all my business, but I see people down here, um, but whoever joined, I can see Shundi. Um, just thank you. But I just want to encourage you that get fit. It's real. And as I said before, I'm for real, for real, Andy. 
Um, as I said before, remember the series that I said on love? Y'all remember everything's not about you. People are really hurting. Like I think about the people in Texas. Y'all, my heart goes out. Pray. Like, don't be so concerned about you. Listen, don't just pray. Can you send something? Can you give your Nike money? You know, some of us, we just give. Think about somebody else. I'm just, that would be my challenge for this week. How can you, you know, allow God to lead you? But the reality is I'm saying get motivated in God's word because guess what? Everything that God does, it extends beyond us. God, even if he going to give you seven and eight figures, it's never just for you. But he wants you to use that for others. He wants you to use it for the kingdom of God. So this week, there's so many people hurting around this world. Who can you pray for? Who can you gather your kids around and say, y'all, this is what's going on in the headlines. Make them aware of the time so that they don't just live on their tablet and think it's all good and over here. Then no, allow them to understand that you working so hard, but somebody else parent working hard and they, they ends can't meet. You know, who can you just plant a seed? Their pipes was busted and maybe their kids don't have anything. Love. Some people not going to watch your Bible study. Reality is some people not going to watch my Motivation Monday. That's fine. The only Jesus some people may see is through you and your actions in what you do. And so I'm just asking you to be Christ's love extended and get fit this week, okay? So I pray something I said encouraged you. You know I love y'all. I'll be here for Fit Friday. So have a wonderful week. Bye.